Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Uh, hi, it's uh, Dr. Mike Jones, Managing Director of Impact Minerals. And for those of you that don't know us, uh, we're a multi-commodity explorer in Australia. And uh, we've been able to accumulate four significant projects that are in very prospective parts of the country. Uh, established mining districts or emerging new exploration districts. And uh, what we're about is uh, target generation and uh, drilling those targets to the best of our ability. And uh, we've had a, an interesting year, or in the middle of a very interesting year, uh, on the journey to, to test three or four of those targets we've identified. Brilliant, Mike, lovely to see you again. I think we saw you last December. Have you been keeping well? Uh, reasonably, although I must uh, admit, uh, if you see me coughing, I've got some sort of uh, some sort of lurgy, um, which is making me cough. But I have had the COVID test, so um, I'm uh, I'm pretty safe from uh, from that point of view. Good man. Well, I, I appreciate you coming back on and, and, and talking to us. Um, so you got quite a good, good feedback from the last interview that we did. It was in, it was in a fair amount of detail. So if anyone's interested in the backstory, business plan, strategy of the team, etc., do watch that. We'll put a link below to make sure that you can uh, access that quickly and easily. Um, so what's happened since we last spoke? So well, just going back to that interview, Matt, it was it was it was probably the best interview I've ever had, and uh, it really made me you know. Think you know on my feet about you know, what it is that impact is and who we are and you know what we do. So uh, I do you know I do thank you for that. So so look, we started this year um, really with a theme of and I've used the, the phrase rolling the dice. You know for um, three or four attempts at trying to find a world class deposit. I mean that's really what impact was about, if you recall. You know not overly interested in you know finding a fifty thousand ounce a year gold producer and then building it up over you know over. You know, 20 years, although that's a very justifiable approach, but it's not what we're about. So, you know, we've identified a number of targets. Um, we've drilled um, sort of, say, one and a half of them, and um, we've got another um, one and a half to go uh, between now and the end of the year. So, um, started off, I have to say, with a you know, big bang, lots of promotion. We had some really great targets um, in our porphyry copper uh, play in the Lachlan Coal Belt, which has been a big centre of activity the last couple of years since the voter discovery. And then we, we have been in a bit of a lull the last few months. The uh, news flow has been slow. Um, the labs have been late. We've got some results and now we're going through them. They're not as easy as we were hoping to interpret. And uh, so we've been you know, working on that. And that, that's all going to be fun. So uh, it's, it's one of those stories of, you know, this is life in the trenches, you know, in the, in the junior sector. It's like, you know, you can't, be, you can't be in everyone's face all of the time. There's just these periods. And unfortunately, we've been through one. But look, we've got a big end of the year coming up. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're excited. Okay, well, answer this, because you've been at this since 2006. You spent 45 million bucks. The share price is down 50% from when we last spoke. Yeah. Are you the guy to be leading this company? Well, look, I certainly think so. I mean, we are in exploration. And a, you know, I often get people sort of talking about, um, you know, I'm investing in impact minerals. You know, it's not really an investment. It's a speculative investment. You know, you should only be putting money in that you want to lose. You know, it, it, this is, you know, I, sometimes I shake my head, honestly, with some of the things that are said. And it's just like, you're going to be broke. You know, it's, it's gambler's ruin. And so you know, this is what, but this is the game that we play. And so, you know, you can have the best looking targets in the world. You know, you go and drill them, you're all excited. And it's like, oh, you know, here we are. You know, here we are again. And there's a number of companies like that out there, and I can name a few, Ozquest, Encounter, 
you know, all started about the same time. But <clears throat> all of those guys, you know, were all as driven as we were, you know, from day one to still find the big one. And as I said before, you know, if the shareholders or the directors just decide, look, we need a change of, uh, you know, we need a change of direction, then uh, that, that's great. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's their decision. But, but so far, you know, we've had nothing but support. And, you know, we do get you know, some very good support, not just from the major shareholders, but, you know, most of the minor ones, although I'll be fully the first one to admit there's a lot of frustration out there, you know, especially over the last four to six weeks. Well, there is, because I'm not sure everyone understands what it is that you're doing, because you know, market cap, 35 million, spent 45 million to date. You've got a whole bunch of uh, assets which you're targeting. You seem to jump around from one to the next. You, you know, recently, you, well, last time we spoke, you said we were on Broken Hill. In fact, I think now we're going to flip to Commonwealth. And now it seems to be you're flipping back to Broken Hill and Western Australia. So where, where's, the, where's the focus? No, that's a, that's a great question. So one of the things that we've run, and I can't remember if we mentioned it you know, before, is really is a target portfolio. So we'll, we'll deal with that, okay? But the first thing is that one of the things that I learned in my career, you know, sort of target generation working with Western Mining with the, you know, the small discoveries that I've made in the past, is that you've got to be in the right field. And you've got to be in the right area of the country. Now, you can do that two ways. You can either get some ground in a, you know, an established mining centre and build that up. And that's really the story of the gold fields here in Australia, you know, in Western Australia. You know, these old mining centres, they just keep on giving. And so, you know, that's one area to do it. The second one is to be, you know, first mover with a you know, completely new idea, like Sirius, down in the Albany Fraser, um, or, you know, you're sort of perhaps Johnny come lately in some areas and, you know, you're into an established, you know, there's an emerging province and you've managed to get ground in that. You might not have been the first mover. And so, so we've got these four areas. Um, well, it's really sort of three and a half. But uh, so we're in the Lachlan Fold Belt, um, home to the big porphyry copper you know, deposits of Australia. We're in Broken Hill, obviously massive silver lake zinc deposit there, but we're looking for nickel copper PGE. And then in Western Australia, then on the back of the Julimar PGE discovery of Chalice Mining, you know, we've, we've picked up some really good ground there and we've got some news to come from that. And we've actually added to that ground holding. And then we've got this little project, Dunia, um, that we did a joint venture on, uh, you know, last year. So we kind of got these things. So the way that we've done it is that we've actually ranked all of those, you know, the projects and the targets within them. And so if I was to come to you and say, oh, I'm a gold company, I've got 10 gold targets and they're in these four parts of the country, no one would blink an eye, you know, but because, because we've got this really highly ranked porphyry copper target, you know, and a lesser ranked nickel copper PGE and then a, a gold target, you know, but all three of those rank much better than the silver lead zinc that we could look for at Broken Hill, you know, that's how we, you know, that's how we do it. And, and, and so, yes, people sort of say, oh, we're kind of jumping around, but that's, that's the approach, you know, and, uh, and so if we look at, um, let's, let's take Dunia as an example, you know, people sort of say, well, We've been trying to establish a bit of a ground holding back in WA because of COVID. We finished overseas. You know, we only had these you know, projects at Broken Hill and Commonwealth, which have been around for a while. So it sort of injected some new life into, you know, into what we were doing. And, uh, you know, the Dunian is a walk-up drill type. You know, it's like there's already been work done. It wasn't done properly. We know there's a soil anomaly. There's some few drill holes. It's the work is done and you can just go in and drill it. And it ranks very highly because of that. Um, absolute, you know, the porphyry copper thing. So, um, so when we spoke, we were act very active in Broken Hill. And, and Broken Hill, and I've said this in all my presentations, still the flagship. 
that's where there's a real chance of finding, you know, and picking up a proper PGE. But if you can spend half a million dollars and drill something, you know, like absolutely, and um, and you know, make a major porphyry copper discovery, which we didn't, but we might be close to one, then my view is that we should do that. And similarly, you know, Adunia, if we're going to spend about three hundred thousand dollars to find a, you know, a good gold deposit. So what, what, can say, you just, well, just yeah, it, I, let me interrupt yeah. here because I think it's important that I understand the terminology you're using. You're talking, because I understand uh, prospect generators, explorers, developers, producers, right? That's, everyone understands that, right? I'm trying to make it inclusive for everyone looking at this, is what is a target portfolio company? What, what does that mean? I understand you've got lots of different targets. It's a portfolio of assets. But what does that actually mean in terms of the way that you go about creating um, <clears throat> value? Because, like I say, you spent $45 million, you have $35 million market cap today. It says dollar for, the dollar-for-dollar dollar return is, is just not there using this model. So what is it? Um, <laughs> so it's um, – we've ranked – I mean, where, where can we start? Where take a step back. So, so one of the things is that the um, we have struggled over the years to get a joint venture partner into these in, into these projects. Okay, so we've had like Broken Hill and Commonwealth for sort of ten years, but six years of that, you know, with a downturn, you know, when nobody was doing anything, and so we fought hard to keep that ground, you know, and we, so we had to spend money on it. We've got to spend money on it and keep it going and doing all these sort of things. And then, you know, and every now and again, a really good sort of target, you know, comes out. And, um, you know, so but there's still a thing to where the focus is. And the focus has been on the precious metals. I mean, we've got, you know, copper gold. We've got the PGM gold at Broken Hill. There's gold at Dunia. And there's nickel copper PGE at, um, at Arkham. So we've always been very focused on the core precious metals and the core base metals, nickel, copper, you know, and maybe a bit of the, you know, lead and zinc. But um, it's, it's those. We haven't gone to the battery space. Maybe we should have done. We might have been you know, a lot more successful. Um, but um, we can have a separate discussion on, on those bulk commodities later. But, um, yeah, so it's we've got the same. We are in those those core commodities. So, um, and, uh, you know, but because the mineralization style is different, it's like, it, you know, that's where the confusing thing, I think, is for people. They're looking for porphyry copper, they're looking for PG. But what we're looking for, really, is precious metals and nickel and copper. So those are the five, you know, gold, silver, PGMs, nickel, and copper. Those are the five or six things that we're looking for. Well, well, those are certainly the buzzwords that people want to hear about. But they also want to hear that you you've made a discovery, right? So um, let's talk about Commonwealth. What, what what's happened there? Because there's some drilling happened, waiting for assays, and you know, what did you find? What what do you now know? Why have you decided to not do much there? And and moved over to you know back over to Broken Hill. I mean, what, what what's what's going on? Yeah. So we finished the last year, you know, at Broken Hill. We've done one of the biggest programs we've ever done, ten thousand meters, and it was there were lots of breakthroughs there. I mean, you know, we've really kind of broken the back of that project in terms of understanding, you know, where the PGEs might be and, and how to explore for them. And we've done some clever technical work there. So the idea is to keep drilling. So it's like we can't, we're not ready to go back to Broken Hill and drill. And so we had this great target at Apsley and uh, for Porphyry Copper. Had all the, all the hallmarks of uh, you know, a great target. So there's some really nice geophysics. We had some great geochemistry over the top. The patterns were great. I mean, they were, they were good targets. And, um, you know, and we told the story. People liked the look of them. I had some you know, Porphyry Copper experts calling me out of the blue saying this looks really interesting. And, um, you know, it was like, okay, this is a great target. You know, this is the sort of thing that Impact came to do. 
you know, we could have sort of gone around and tried to farm it out. But by the time I farmed it out, I spent another three months. I've got to take people in the field. I spent three months of admin overhead, you know, and um, at 200 you know, grand a month. And it's just like, oh, no, let's just go and drill it. That's what we came to do. And that's the first time we've done any drilling at Commonwealth for, you know, for five or six years because overall it's not ranked that highly, you know, in our portfolio. So we've just been sort of managing that. We've done a deal on it. We've gone on parts of it. We've sold some of the tenements. Um, and, uh, you know, we're sort of just trying to pair it back and, uh, you know, manage that. With the aim then, okay, so after that, we're back to Broken Hill, drilling there, and then we're drilling Dunia. So the idea is to just, you know, the, the target portfolio, if you like, is, you know, moving our way through, uh, you know, to keep drilling for as long as we, you know, and as often as we possibly can. So in terms of actually, so we started off drilling and um, it was like the geophysics wasn't what we were expecting. Um, there's some hidden... Um, shaley units with sulfide in them and that was giving the strong responses there are low levels of all the right metals and minerals that we need okay but they're, they're very low so it's like we are quite a long way from the target area and that's what we've been struggling with just the last sort of 10 days with the uh, with the results before um, you know before coming out with them which we would in the next couple of days what does that what does that mean you're, you're, you're struggling with it and it's it's low grade and it's um, not what you thought it was going to be i mean do, do, you, okay. do, do, you, do you say there is no value there or it's not for us to spend the money to try and unlock the value there or there's not enough data to work out one way or the other what is there let's move back to broken hill let's go back to dunia and you will just yeah. park that up i mean I, what, yeah. what have you been struggling that's, with for the last 10 days? No, sure. So, and and that, that's exactly what's going to happen, okay, in terms of we're going to park, the, we're going to park actually. Okay, but we don't, it's a job that's not finished and, uh, and it doesn't cost much extra based on the, you know, all the money we spent on the drilling. So you just do that little bit extra, which will then actually, you know, dress it up for want of a better word, you know, to then say to someone, oh, look, there's a deep target here, you know, come and, you know, so why not do it now? I mean, how much money are we talking about? Why not do it now? If there's, if it's not very expensive, why don't you spend the money to do that? The extra work, no, the extra work we're doing is the interpretation work. That's what we're doing at the moment. Uh, okay, so uh, not extra drilling or anything like that, because we think that you know there might be some very deep drill holes required. So, as it turns out, after the initial enthusiasm for the copper work. Um, following the Boda discovery, it was like a rejuvenation of the whole lock and fold belt. And at the end, we all got excited. And that's how we found actually, you know, on the back of Boda, because we've got ground adjacent to it and, you know, found all these anomalies. It looks great. This is fantastic. This is now lifting up the whole, you know, prospectivity of the entire project because of the, the Boda discovery. Now, since Boda was discovered, they probably only had four decent drill holes to be to be honest, and they've been drilling thousand meter, you know, thousand meter drill holes, and uh, you know, and it's that's not, you know, that's not for a, a company you know, the size of Impact. But we were hoping for a quick win based on the geometry and the scale and the size and all of the patterns that were there. It was almost textbook, you know, and, uh, and we still think it is possibly textbook. But there's a particular nuance in there which I won't go into great detail about. But the models that are used for porphyry copper that are mostly out there in the literature and in all the announcements that you read, have a particular model for the, the way the minerals and the alteration works around them. Okay, but those models are basically built on North American style and chemistry porphyry copper deposits. 
And so Ridgeway, which is the one that we all talk about, and you know, all of it, I mean, there's ourselves, Sultan Resources, Magmatic Resources, Kinkora, you know, they've all got these sort of low-grade alteration halos and we don't really know where to go. And I think I know why that is, is that because when you look at the work on Ridgeway, which is owned by Newcrest, Newcrest have sat on that for, for 40 years, what the secrets are to the zonation around Ridgeway, because it is actually fairly unique. And so by hook or by crook, you know, we found a few little sniffs and a few little uh, clues from people that have worked there and stuff that might, might be the right, you know, we might be in the right ballpark, but it's not as easy and as obvious as the standard model. And so what we've seen, and we've worked um, a little bit um, recently with codes in Tasmania, the university down there, and some other specialists, and it's like, right, okay, there is still the potential there, but it's not going to be easy. So what we've been doing, and very close to finishing, is like, right, there is a vector here. It's not very strong, but this is where we think it is. Because we have generated a very large halo of 200 ppm copper, which sounds ridiculously low. But when you see our, our announcement, but like if you look at around Ridgeway, at 200 ppm copper, which is you know nothing, you know really, you can be 200 meters from the water deposit. So it's like oh, we, you know, we've got widely spaced drill holes, you know. So it, in a, in a way, it was kind of like the worst possible outcome, you know. It was like the best looking, admit it, you know, it's the best looking targets I've ever drilled, and one of the worst set of absolute you know results that we've ever had, you know, that we've ever had. So it was pretty. It was pretty devastating. Talking about life in the trenches, and uh, you know, it's like, oh my god, you know, this is, you know, this is crazy. But it's like, okay, there's a few sniffs here for an extra, you know, few tens of thousands. Yeah, we can dress it up, and then we've done the job, and then we can park it, and uh, you know, and move on. So when you, when dress it up and park it. Do you mean dress it up and try and get someone to come in and yeah, spend the money? Yeah, no, that's what. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, somebody who says, somebody who says, oh, actually, these guys haven't done too bad a job. They know what they're doing. Um, you know, let's let's go and pump it, you know a few deep drill holes in it. Okay, so the, okay, you need someone with a decent balance sheet who's who thinks actually we think we can unlock this this porphyry. I mean, porphyry is a very emotive word. People get excited because it suggests scale, etc. But it also it, it, it indicates that there's going to be need a lot of money spent on it. So you're going to go about the process of trying to find some suitors or some JV partners who can can do that. What leads you to believe that you're going to be able to do that? And there's, that's a, another excellent question because you know in terms of big corporate exploration, you know there's not a lot of companies that you know can actually afford to do that. So you're you know the number of people that you're interested in, uh, you know that's interested in coming to have a look is is actually quite small. So, you know, you need a discovery like Boda to then get people interested, you know, and in, in the hope then that, that um, you know, you're going to start to look for them. But we all know that the majors are out there, you know, looking for the next big copper thing, you know. We've had a, a knock on the door on one of our precious metal projects from a very large mining company um, and, uh, and a mid-tier, you know, and um, you know, with the discussions, et cetera. And, uh, you know, and they're, they're out there. They're, de they're desperate. And they're, and they're also desperate for projects in Australia. And, um, you know, and yeah, in the same way that we run a target portfolio, they run a country portfolio. You know, we're looking for copper in Chile and, you know, in North America, and they rank them all in the countries and they you know, pick out the best ones that, uh, you know, that are going uh, to fit them. Okay, so, so Commonwealth, you're going to work on trying to bring someone in. Broken, can I ask, what's the cash position actually at the moment? How are you? Yeah, uh, 2.9. 2.9. 2 .9. How much of that is going to go on Broken Hill? 
Um, so we've got about um, half a million for drilling there and another 300,000 for drilling at Dunia. Right. So, so what happens at both of those projects once you spend that money? Are you then going to try and bring other people in? I mean, how does the target portfolio uh, well, work? No, no, sure. No, no, sure. Okay. If, if, if we don't find the, the, the win or we don't think that it's worth going back, then, you know, we park that project. We've done the job. You know, it's been downgraded. Okay. There might still be some residual thing. You know, move on to the next one. You know, because again, gamblers ruin, you know, which is a mathematical formula. You know, it's like you can keep spending money on a project, but at some point you have to say, no, nah, no more. You know, I can't do any more. I need to move on. And the quicker you make that decision, you know, the better. And and people could probably say to us, well, look, why didn't, you know, probably drop, could probably have dropped the whole Commonwealth project, you know, four or five years ago and not worry about it. And holding costs are relatively cheap in uh, in New South Wales, but you know, then all of a sudden there was value there. You know, when the motor discovery, because our, our modus operandi is to get these large ground holdings in respective parts of the country, and uh, and so if you, if you can stay in there long enough, you know, and you have enough money or you find the right partner, you've increased your chances of finding you know the next major in your deposit quite significantly. Okay, but but just specifically on the question I asked, which was okay, half a million at Broken Hill and three hundred thousand at Dunia. What happens then? Are you going to then speak to uh, potential partners, JV partners, otherwise, however you want to construct it, and, and, and bring them in and then move on to the rest of your portfolio? Is it more like a prospect generator model? Because it's not a phrase I've heard before, target portfolio company. So yeah, no, is that how it works? No, that's sort of, yeah, um, we've, because we're here for the big one, as I keep saying, it's like, you know, I'd rather try and, you know, get the, a quick win, for want of a better word, you know, by drilling the first thing. And if it, if it then grows bigger and whatever, then that, you can go from that. But Dunia is a very specific, you know, walk-up drill target. Looks great. It's not far from the recent Burns discovery. It looks very good. You know, it's like this is a simple test. You know, it's not, it's not difficult uh, to go and do. Now, Broken Hill is still the flagship project, okay? And most of our time and effort and money is going, in, you know, is going into that. Um, we ran through last time and people have seen the other presentations. You know, PGE exploration is difficult um, because if you're looking for massive sulfides, you know, great. You know, you can perhaps do an EM survey and things like that. But with PGEs, they, just, they don't respond to any geophysical, you know, technique. And so you really have to understand the chemistry of the systems to be able to um, track them, you know, along the you know, along trend. And, you know, we've got a our you know, secret ratio that we've come up with that's actually giving us a, you know, an indication of grade. Um, I don't think anyone else in the well, certainly nobody's talking about it. And um, you know, so, so we've got a mechanism to to explore for the PGEs using a handheld XRF instrument um, geochemically. And and that is such a breakthrough um, in terms of being able to speed up our exploration. It's really quite uh, you know it's really quite significant. So it's a new, it's a new, uh, you know, it's a new area. It's never been drilled before. Um, certainly, never been understood to the, to, you know, to the, um, you know, the, the level that we have. And but we think there's a real chance of finding, you know, a big world-class deposit. But I, and I think it's worth another round of drilling, you know, to see if we can nail that for the shareholders that have been with us all the time. You know, to give us the ten bag we're all looking for. You know, to spend that money. You know, rather than you know, I don't know, do something else with that $500,000. Now, if that doesn't come off, 
That one actually changed the prospectivity to my mind because if we can only drill a small portion of it, but we've got some really good targets emerging from the work. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe maybe there's a big part player that wants to, uh, you know, that wants to come in. And, you know, Broken Hill is one of the projects we've had a knock on the door for. And, um, you know, we've had discussions and, you know, whether it goes anywhere or not, you know, it remains to be, it remains to be seen. But, of course, if someone comes along and says, here's, you know, $15 million to earn, you know, X percent, and it's like, right, okay, well, let's, you know, we've got a great joint venture partner and uh, you know, let's do something. So what do you say to people, you know, looking in at this story, and we've seen a few, few comments go, you're a nice guy, you're a smart guy, but you're fumbling around on some sort of science project here and you don't know how to create value for shareholders. What, yeah. what would you say to that? Well, we're no different to any other junior explorer that's actually trying to explore. Um, you know, I mean, the antithesis of us is Bill Beaumont. You know, he's the deal maker and Jake Stein. You know, they've gone out and they've started small and they've built and they've, you know, they've, they've gone on to, uh, you know, to great discoveries. Uh, sorry, to build great companies on the back of their deal-making skills. And I'll be the first to admit, I don't have those skills. And um, and so, uh, you know, I mean, all credits have been great. But, I mean, Chalice, uh, well, let's take DeGray, you know, DeGray Mining. You know, and, I mean, they're a 16, 17-year overnight um, overnight sensation, you know, by finding you know, finding the Pilbara. So, you know, same thing. They were up there, they were journeymen, you know, doing their thing, spending money in the ground, and that's what people want them to do, to give us money, because we tell them these stories. You know, we're going to go out and drill, we're going to drill them, and they don't come in, and people should recognise the, um, you know, should recognise the risk. So DeGray is one. The other one is Chalice, you know, Chalice Mining. I mean, Tim Goyle, what a great, you know, what a great job he's done. You know, but, like, again, that's been a very, very long haul, and then it's just, you know, built and built and built, ended up with the right brand and the right places, a couple of good deals along the way, and... You know, I'm, but I'm, it's great comparing yourself to all those those successes, right? We can all do that. We'll point point to them. You know, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I could do that. But uh, about what I do, um, <clears throat> but you've got to deliver. You talked about we're running up to a moment at the end of this year. I mean, what, what is this thing that we're running up to at the end of this year, which is going to change your fortunes? That's going to change people's perception of the work that you've been doing and laying out you know, over, yeah. over the past few years? What's going to make a difference, a real difference? Yeah. Well, it's, please, please excuse me, but I mean, it's like, it's like that, that's a, um, that's a, that's a question that we kind of already asked. Like, I mean, the only thing that's going to make a difference is a discovery. I mean, I can't say it anymore. I can't say it any more times, you know, to people. It's like, that's what we're here for. You know, it's, we're here to make the discovery. And so, uh, you know, as I say, look at the other companies. OzQuest is another great example. You know, it's like, man, we've got some great people and, and you know, we're just drilling targets, you know, everywhere. And some people get lucky and, you know, and, and some people don't. And what the difference is, you know, uh, you know who knows? So, um, yeah, so that's what's going to make the difference. But I can't promise it's going to happen. So if it doesn't happen, okay, and then we're sitting here again in six months, so, well, you know, what will happen? Well, we failed at the, uh, the discovery, so... And look, I don't know, maybe at some point you sit down and say, well, is there something fundamentally wrong you know, with the ground holding that we've got or the, you know, or the way that we're generating those targets or, you know, or whatever. And, you know, I'm you know, constantly, I mean, I go to a lot of conferences and sort of present what we're doing, but one of the reasons I go to them is that there are lots of people like us out there who are, are providing insights into what they're doing. 
you know, and, and my, part of my job is to make sure that, you know, I'm across as much of the things and we're only a small group, as I've said before. We've got to try and stay on top of the, the technical things and make sure that we're not missing some, you know, the secret ingredient that uh, leads to world-class, uh, you know, world-class deposits. And, um, you know, and, and so that's, that's what we do. Okay, so I do translate this to people a lot. You know, money's a tough gig. Um, chance of success is extremely low, but if it works, it works. You know, companies come in talking to me about, um, you know, anomalies and targets. They don't mean anything. You've got to make that discovery. So what are you going to be focused on? Just want to be really clear with people watching this. What are you going to be focused on that's going to increase your chance or likelihood of making a discovery between now and the end of the year? Yeah. So we got... The drill program I'm doing here, which is a straightforward, here we go, bam, we're in, okay? I've managed to secure a rig, which is a rabbit out of a hat, uh, let me tell you, in, uh, in WA right now. And uh, and that's another thing. It's like, well, if we don't get a rig, you know, again, the money's just going out of the door. Now, you don't just drill this, you don't drill a shitty target just because you need to be drilling. We would we'd never do that. But um, it's like, okay, got the rig, got the target, okay, we're going to go and hit that. It's easy for us. COVID, I mean, one of the issues right now, in New South Wales, and promising to be drilling a broken hill is that we're, yeah, the lockdown is on. Okay, so I can only promise within that, uh, you know, within that time frame. Rigs are easy to get there. We've got a great, you know, great guy. We know we've got some targets, a bit of work going on. We've got some targets there. Don't down dip a long trend from the things we've already discovered. And we're the first people ever to put the story of PG, you know, 40 years of exploration. We've put this great science project together, as you talked about. Um, and and, the, and you know we think we know where to go next down plunge and but it's going to have to be drilling okay because geophysically they won't light up because it's the PGEs and so you know it's going to be a geochemical thing and we're going to be able to you know track that down so those are the two things that we're trying to get to you know by the uh, you know by the end of the year um, and when you run no matter what portfolio whether it's multi commodities or whatever. Um, you remember a lot of people often have these little triangles, you know, little things and we say, oh, we're moving these prospects and projects up and you know to drilling and then resource, you know. And that's you know, that's what we that's you know, that's what we've been doing. And so not being able to access New South Wales, we've done a lot of soil sampling on that big wheat belt project here, and uh, we'll have some pretty interesting news out of that, um, you know, to come. But that's the sort of thing that I think we might rather get a joint venture for when they see those sort of things. Okay, so, so focus on those two things. No more pivoting. Get focused, spend your 800 grand, and then assess where you're at. So that'll take us through to the yeah. end of this year, will it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. As I say, the only, uh, the only crawl around that is uh, you know, actually being able to operate in uh, New South Wales. Because in regional New South Wales, you can still, there's a little bit of driving around now, but that's closing down rapidly. Um, and um, yeah, there are, you've got geophysics crews out there, and it's just like they're, they're really struggling now to actually you know, move and do work. And we've got Contractors calling us because they're you know struggling to uh, you know to um, to keep the cash flow going. So you know it's a, there's a there's a small crisis arising in the, in the support in the service industry um, over in New South Wales. No, yeah, there certainly is so not 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 just yeah. COVID, but you know being able to get the right people into country to be yeah. able to do that all, yeah. um, and get the rigs, etc. No, I do, do appreciate so, you know, the again, difficulties so in terms of pivoting. You know, so can't get to broken or can't do any work. It's, again, yes, it's flagship, and we should be spending money there. But if we can't, well, again, 
every month you spend is just admin just going out the door. So they know we should be spending that money now. Let's get the WA projects and, and move those up to the next level to either get the joint venture partner or, God forbid, generate a really great drill target for the world-class deposit we came to and then go and drill it. So that's the, you know, that's the plan. Mike, appreciate your time today. Thanks, thanks for the update. I mean, best of luck over the next you know, few months up until Christmas. Come back on, let us know how you get on with that. And uh, fingers crossed you get that discovery. Thanks very much, Matt. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.